0: You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. That was Donald Trump's lawyer, Alina Habba, outside of the courthouse in New York during the lunch recess, whining that the judge yelled at her. I'm Ben Mycellus from the Midas Touch Network, week six, day one of Donald Trump's testimony, and Judge Ngoron had to yell at Alina Habba because during Donald Trump's testimony, he was not providing responsive answers to the questions that were being asked by the New York Attorney General. And Donald Trump was attacking the judge, attacking New York Attorney General Letitia James. Donald Trump was, I don't know, he was acting out these bizarre theatrical scenarios of how he envisions the case. And he's saying, so this is what you're like. And then he says, uh, Trump has no money. Trump make phony statements. Trump defrauds banks. And then the judge is just like stricken, stricken, stricken. Please answer the questions that you are being asked. Listen carefully to the questions. Alina Haba then stood up and she said, judge, you must listen to what he's here to say. You must listen to him. And then Judge Ngoron responded, no, that's not how this works. Sit down, Alina Haba. I'm not here just to listen to." whatever he has to say. If you want to have direct testimony after the cross-exam by the New York Attorney General, feel free to ask Donald Trump those questions. But he needs to answer the questions that are being asked. And my job as a judge is not just to listen to his rantings and ravings. Here, by the way, is Alina Habba saying, well, if the judge says you're not here to listen to Donald Trump and not listen to me, then what am I being paid to do here as an attorney? Why are they even paying me? It's actually a good question, Alina Abba. And by the way, Trump isn't paying you. Trump's political action committee is paying you and all of the other lawyers. Play the clip. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly am I being paid as an attorney? And why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used in this courtroom? The answer is very clear because Miss James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar. And then while Donald Trump is testifying, he's sending out social media posts and campaign fundraising. Look, this is what Donald Trump posted. During his testimony, he says, meet Letitia James, George Soros funded James received funding from George Soros. James made clear that getting Trump was the motivating force behind her. here's a 2018 video of James. Donald Trump is posting that during the trial and by the way Donald Trump is also posting these memes on his social media platform like this meme of judge and Goran saying no I'm not I'm not here to hear what Trump has to say when Judge N. Goran was simply saying, I'm not going to listen to his ranting and ravings about anything. He needs to answer the questions that are being asked and then you will have your time to ask him questions as well. This is a court of law, Alina Hobbin. I'm not sure you know how you are supposed to behave in one and how lawyers are supposed to behave in one. And by the way, Donald Trump's testimony was just so complete unhinged. I want to talk about how Donald Trump's been incriminating himself. I want to talk about the just bizarre statements. that one point, Donald Trump testified, have you heard of a lollipop? Do you know what a lollipop is? That's a term. It's called a lollipop in my, I got a lollipop of a lease. First, let me show you, this was Donald Trump walking into court earlier in the day, a very nervous Donald Trump walking into court. Here, play this clip. The
1: numbers are much greater than on the financial statement. And we've already proven that. They said mar a is worth $18 million. is worth anywhere from probably 50 to 100 times more than that. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. These are political operatives that I'm going to be dealing with right now. Uh, you have a racist attorney general who made some terrible statements, and you'll see some more that came over the wires today. And it's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is for third-world countries and it's very unfair, it's very unfair, but in the meantime, the people of the country understand it, they see it, and they don't like it, they don't like it. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush has time sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two-minute clean. It's a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. The Quip toothbrush also has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter and reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, as well as bright plastic colors that's sure to add a pop to your bathroom counter. And so you know, the electric toothbrush is it all Quip has to offer, the water flosser, hits all the right spots with gentle or deep clean pressure at the touch of a button. And the Quip mints and gum are incredibly refreshing. I truly have Quip to thank for my entire dental care routine, and I don't know where I'd be without them. So listen, it's time to skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. If you go to get Quip dot com slash legal af right now you'll get 20 off any electric toothbrush mitten gum dispenser or water flosser that's 20 off any electric toothbrush mitten gum dispenser or water flosser at getquip.com slash legal af spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash legal af quip The good habits company. And by the way, Alina Haba has turned her laptop
0: into a billboard for her law firm. Like what? Donald Trump began actually speaking very softly, and Judge Goron had to say, Sir, can you please speak up a little bit? We can't hear you. Then Donald Trump started just rambling, telling a bunch of bizarre stories, and then whining, You always rule against me, Judge, but you always rule against me, Judge. And you need to look at the statute of limitation, Judge. And the judge says, I have. Please answer the questions. Donald Trump was then asked a question about Don Jr. becoming a co trustee, to which Donald Trump 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 responded, well, he's a good little boy. He's a good young boy, my Don Don Jr., calling his little son a a little boy, a, a, a young boy. Donald Trump was provided his statement of financial conditions, and he said that statement of financial conditions don't matter to banks. Banks don't care about him. He then says that he had a great worthless clause to which the judge says, no, you don't. You should probably read the order that I did on your disclaimer, which you probably haven't read at all. Donald Trump then tried to throw his former controller and chief financial officer, both who received severance agreements from the Trump organization under the bus. Donald Trump said that he relied on Makani and Weiselberg to provide information to the accounting firm Mazers. The Mazers retention agreement states that the Trump organization is responsible for detecting fraud and providing accurate information. And when Donald Trump was asked, okay, is there specific information that you you, uh, provide to Mazers or that you told Makati and Weisselberg to give your accounting firm, to give the banks, the insurance companies, and to the taxing authority? No specific information. I don't know anything about specific information. Then Donald Trump continued to whine about the judge making a ruling on the valuation of Mar-a-Lago. But folks, as we've been saying over and over again, the judge viewed the undisputed facts. And the New York attorney general lawyer, Kevin Wallace, did a magnificent job just demonstrating what I mean by undisputed facts. Then during the cross-examination of Donald Trump, he stated, look, is this what you signed about Mar-a-Lago stating that you intend to forever use Mar-a-Lago as a commercial property, not a residential property? And Donald Trump said, well, the word intend means I could always change my mind whenever I want to. The problem with Donald Trump saying that is that's not actually contractually accurate, number one. But even if it was, the issue is by saying that you intend to use it as a commercial property, that is frozen in that time period where the representations are being made to the banks and to and to the lenders the banks and to the insurance companies like Zurich and to the taxing authorities that's how you got a big, massive tax benefit Donald Trump and paid less taxes by saying that you intend to use it forever as a commercial property. Ultimately, even if Donald Trump then changed his mind and then used it as a residential, that would have impacts on his statement of financial conditions. It would increase the taxes that he's paying. So in essence, Donald Trump is admitting to the fraud there, but he basically says, well, I intend to change it at a later time. That's not the way it works. But even if it was, that would end up basically demonstrating that you're admitting to fraud. When Donald Trump was asked about the size of his triplex, which is actually 10,000 square feet, which he claimed was 30,000 square feet, Donald Trump said, well, um, you didn't include the elevator shafts and other things. There are other things, okay? I mean, that's not the way it works about how you calculate the square footage of of, of an apartment, but that's why Donald Trump says it could have been 30,000 square feet, Donald Trump was asked questions about Aberdeen and randomly shouted out, I have more money than you thought, and I'm not a windmill person. I'm not a windmill person. Then Donald Trump continued to yell at the judge and continued to try to throw Weiselberg and Makani under the bus. That's a short summary right there. But you see Alina Habba complaining and whining. The judge yelled at me. The judge yelled at me. I'll give New York Attorney General Letitia James credit, though, fighting fire with fire. She's been posting on her social media platform as well on, a, on on our various social medias rather. This morning, Donald Trump resorted to bullying and name-calling. He gave rambling answers and hurled insults from the witness stand to distract from the truth. But make no mistake, he committed fraud. Numbers and facts don't lie. There you have it, folks. Hit subscribe. This is our fourth update from Donald Trump's testimony today. We're in week six, day one of Donald Trump's testimony. Uh, we will keep you posted. Make sure you subscribe to the Midas Touch YouTube channel so you're getting these updates and make sure you're checking back for the new updates as the day develops. I'm Ben Mycellus. Hit subscribe. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And if you are a voter, remember November 7th, Big election, November 7th, and I'm especially looking at everybody in Virginia in particular, Virginia, pro-democracy voters, get out the message. Put in the comments below if you're getting out the message to vote. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.